four ounce of aroma shows and I'm back up on my game. I just toured the states for like 40 dates and I just touched back in Maine. I sold more records while I was gone than anybody I know. I got them having cows, I can't hold my horses and I'm feeling like the goat. Welcome to episode 49 of Goat Radio. Emanating from the Goat Cave, I'm your host, Michael Sprague. That was Joseph Roy. Let's go. He is Andrew Leahy. Yeah, yeah. And today we're going to determine which movie soundtrack is on track to be the goat. But first, thank you to Spose for the intro music. You can catch him on Spotify and iTunes just like Goat Radio. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help spread the goat word. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all your other podcatchers, but Age of Radio is the place we call home. Please help support the podcast by visiting ageofradio.org slash goatradio and shopping with our affiliated partnerships at the Bazaar. All right. If you are interested in interacting with us online, voting on any of our polls, and discussing any of the topics on this show... You can find our business page, facebook.com slash goatradiopodcast, and join our Facebook fan group, facebook.com slash groups slash goatradiopodcast, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. Woo! Last week, we discussed greatest of all time fights in sports. That's the non-combat sports. Of course. Uh, we power ranked those bad boys in sweet top ten, number one. Malice at the palace. It, it can't be denied. Can't be denied. Although, like you and I did want the the tech a rod fight. I had tech at number two. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I had tech at number one, and it fell off of somebody's list. But Malice at the palace. Uh, <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? So um, I was looking at my Patreon. On speaking my of intera- interacting online, uh, we had a couple of great comments. Uh, Dylan Adjutant, my buddy, disc golfer, plays for TOG. Uh, he Malice in the palace. Changed his life essentially. He was out the game. I don't know if he was out the game. If he was out the game, he I. He was I, the guy who threw the beer in his face. He's the guy that, if you look at the picture we posted online, his yeah. face is highlighted by two of the uh, numbers right around him. Same guy. Oh wow. Same guy. No Dealing way. with a Y. Hundred percent. Let me go check um, that out. And my buddy Katz came on, uh, talked about that the 2011. Um, Fight night at the Coliseum. Fight the 65 penalties, 50, 15 fighting majors, 21 game misconduct, and 346 penalty minutes. Legendary fight. That stat's nuts. That is a crazy stat. Yeah, we had a lot of fun recording that episode, too. Uh, we had some feedback. People actually brought up some NASCAR fights. Uh, Thanks, Dad. Yeah, 1979 Daytona 500. Bobby Allison too. versus KL Yarbrough. Yeah. So classic. Yeah, I can't believe there were dudes named Kale in the seventies. I have a nephew, Kale. I thought that was like a new thing. Yeah, I thought it was a vegetable. Yeah, fair. Uh, we also big miss on our part, missing out on uh, Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning, where yeah. Van Gundy's on his leg like a little goblin. Yep, a <laughs> <laughs> little goblin, a little piss goblin. What was that soccer one you made us watch too? Not made us. Well, uh, that guy was uh, Bill Bell and FC yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish I had seen that one prior to making my list because that probably would have been my top five. That, that dude was just throwing vicious knees. Diego at Diego Maradona just Ma- that's his name. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can never remember. I, that's that so good. So Ar- good. Argentinian legend. Yeah. Diego Maradona. Ooh, Argentinian. Running around like he's Kenny Omega, just kneeing everybody in the face. I'm fucking stunned. All right. <laughs> We got the old stuff out of the way. It is time for... Oh, I got a quick question. You do? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, because this is, uh, for us, the uh, eve of the playoffs, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Oh, don't say The whole Super Bowl? The whole thing. You got to call it now. So we're recording this on the same night as Wild Card Saturday, about, you know, half an hour, the Texans-Bills games is starting on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Our path play tonight. And you want me to predict the entire fucking nope, thing? Nope, I'm just asking you to call the winner of the whole thing. Not predicting every match. 49ers. I don't hate it. Uh, maybe Saints. 49ers or Saints. So, here's my thing. And known homer for all my teams no joe you a homer remember that time you guys remember that game that happened that never happened when you guys came to my house for game seven of the stanley cup finals you watch your little mouth that was not here so the pats always win in my book but i want the saints to win because i think drew Brees deserves some goddamn respect for what respect on his name for what the guy has accomplished come on he holds so many goddamn records he's two years younger than brady and he looks 10 years older he's just small he's a small man he's got a receding hairline he does that matches that of my well stressed man good friend phil he's stuck (laughs) (laughs) dude he's stuck through hurricane katrina that alone what he did for the city of new orleans what a man right there. What a he's stuck, man, what a man. He stuck through Bounty Gate. Okay. Oh, Bounty Gate. Forgot about that. Stuck through Bounty Gate. Jeez, I'm crow. He, the Saints would have been dominant, just dominant, just like the past. These past, however many, 15 years it's probably been. How long has it been since Bounty Gate? About that long? About uh, I don't know. 10, 15 years, anything like that. So I think Drew is deserving. I think a lot of these young guys, you guys, you got Lamar Jackson, uh, Pat Mahomes, um, the GOAT, Ryan Tannehill, all these guys in the playoffs, and they'll get their turn. Drew might not get many more. So, I, I Saints, Saints. So, Saints, 49ers, Saints. I am also in the Saints club. Yep. Uh, it's a cool club to be in. If I had to pick a second team, I would probably pick the Ravens. They seem like they have everything going this hungry. year. No. Uh, Young, hungry. Not saying I enjoy picking the Ravens. No. But, hey, that's we, what I got. Take we, it take it as a home. GOAT radio, picking. The Saints. We, right. we visited. Saints. We visited their city. We the, did. Uh, Ravens. We, we saw their stadium. Almost did a tour of their stadium, but they either they weren't doing tours that day, or it was a hundred and five degrees, or all of the above. Uh, yeah, all the above. Or they wouldn't let us in because we were in Pats jerseys. Uh, well, we were in Red Sox jerseys. I really hope we weren't wearing jerseys that day. Yeah, because if we were, yeah, because the we had to. I mean, we all had to bring like a change of clothes we'd go back to the hotel get out of our sweaty clothes and put on our new clothes I'm, that we sweat through i'm pretty sure mike sweated through three outfits a day oh yeah easy mm. it was impressive there's a few times he wanted to wear like a white beater tank top and we were like bro 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right good time so saints saints if the paths don't do it saints please saints saints saints, saints. all right greatest of all time movie soundtrack quick Rules up at the top. Uh-oh. Um, we typically don't like to establish rules ourselves. We use an outside source. In this case, we use Ranker. They had two different lists, very similar, that ranked uh, movie soundtracks. And each of them specified it did not include film scores. So that's like the original composition, instrumental music that... So like Star Wars? Stuff. Yeah. And it did not include... Um, any musicals and 
as part of musicals. Cats. Uh, Cats, uh, Grease. It also includes... Fiddler the, on the Roof. All the animated Disney movies are considered animated musicals, so that those were all... High School Musical. Cut out. Uh, high School Musical. Great, great choice. Andrew Leahy used to star High School Musical. Just call me Troy motherfucking Bolton. Yeah, call me uh, Zach Efron. <laughs> call me your mom. So... We're going to come at you old school style. We each have our number one pick. We're going to argue to the death about which one is the greatest of all time. We're going to bring you some honorable mentions first to start it off right at the top with Top Gun. Ooh, yeah. Top Gun. Let's go. Danger Zone, right? Little goose action. Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Now, I do think that... uh, that Danger Zone is basically the um, the number one song on that soundtrack. Overall, halfway decent soundtrack, if you look at everything, supports the movie great. Um, I think that it just doesn't do quite enough to make it into that top three. But with the, um, I guess the importance of that, just that one song alone and how, how much people seem to enjoy it and how much it brings back fond memories of this movie, that helps get it an honorable mention here. Hell yeah. You're not wrong. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, other other songs that were included are uh, Take My Breath Away. Take My Breath Away. Heaven In Your Eyes. Oh. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's why it's an honorable mention. Honorable mention. So, Joe, you had an honorable mention? I have, I have a few. How many do I get? However many you want. Great. Uh, the greatest soundtrack of all time that doesn't make the top three list is freaking Space Jam. Space Jam. Come on, ride the train. Uh, go ride it. Come on, it's a train. And just like the, they have fly like an eagle. Like, come on. Like, um, the winner, Coolio. What about I believe I can fly? I believe I can fly. R. Kelly was getting there. Oh wait, let's. Oh. We're not an R. Kelly podcast. We're not. Oh, crap. I piss in toilets. Shh. <laughs> Jeez. Just making a statement. What is wrong? I am potty trained. That's the way I like it, Bismarcky. I um, like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All my days, Jay-Z. I mean... My lord, this whole soundtrack bops. Amazingly... Enough, it's not on any top 50 lists anywhere. I mean, it's good songs, especially for people of our generation, generation but does it necessarily complement the movie in a way to make the movie better? There's no, like... So part of what we talked about before is these the our top three, which we'll get to, the soundtracks tell a story within the story, right. or they foreshadow, or they put emphasis on what's happening within the movie... Space Jam just has a shit ton of awesome music in it, so. Alright, Andrew. Uh, Back to the Future. Nice. Almost was one that I chose, um, but I ended up going with a different one. Great songs include, like, The Power of Love. Everybody loves The Power of Love. Uh, Heaven is One Step Away. Earth Angel. Johnny Be Good. Just a fantastic soundtrack and a great movie. And just was almost my pick, but I decided to go with something else. Uh, perfect use of uh, you know they go back in time so you got the music from that that those that was years, great you know that's so it's a good way for them to kind of delineate where you are through the sound that you hear in the movie great movie um, wedding singer 
Oh, wedding singer. So good. All right. Wedding singer. Sorry. Uh, to me, I think this movie is what kind of spawns Adam Sandler's constant use of 80s pop rock songs in all of his movies going forward from that point. Uh, and sometimes I feel as though he's using the same songs in all of those movies. Kind of. I mean, it's kind of the same with Adam Sandler. He brings a lot of the same characters back because they just legendary human beings. He, he brings a lot of that same kind of 80s, 90s rock with him wherever he goes, yeah. essentially. Um, a couple other quick ones I'll hit on. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Yeah, oh, you have to one. add it. You have yeah. to. Uh, just time of my life. Yeah. Just that... You think of that song, you think of that movie. Uh, just mm-hmm. that that scene too, <laughs> that we all think we can replicate as men. Let the woman running, and then they jump, whatever, and yeah. you hold them up above your head. But really, you're just uh, you're you skipped leg day. Oh, I can do it with my daughter. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I can do it with maybe easily. Yeah, I get tired after like yeah. you know ten, eight, ten seconds, eight ten seconds. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. But uh, oh yeah. Nope. Oh yeah. Couldn't do that with my wife. <laughs> That's not to say anything bad about my wife. Love you, Megan. Um, Joe, I think you mentioned Eight Mile before we started recording. Eight Mile and Eight Mile could have made the top three list, I think. Because a lot of Eight Mile soundtrack helps tell the story, not just the battle rap portions, also the soundtrack. They don't include those into the soundtrack. Which is crazy to me, because like the lunch truck battle, man, got the year corn roll roll too tight. 313. Yeah. Eight Mile has to be. Uh, Breakfast Club is another one that if you think of yeah. the soundtrack, there's several songs. Don't you forget about yeah. me is what I think hey, of. Hey, hey, hey. Lay any others? Uh, no, but you want to hear one of the hottest takes that I've ever given on this podcast? Uh, sure. Are you ready, Joe? You hate the Breakfast Club. I hate the Breakfast Club. Okay, so here's the reason why the Breakfast Club is very important, not soundtrack-wise. It's sociology, so it's four completely, five, sorry, completely separate demographic style of people all get put into one room at one time and they all find ways to like accept each other there's a reason why oh, I get it. it's very important I just freaking absolute dog shit the goths the jocks the pretty boys and the bad boys it's one of those to... movies that if it came out in like 2010 it would it would get fucking like a 30 on Rotten Tomatoes stop it's it it's a terrible right movie. now John Hughes is a legend. It's a really important movie. You know yeah I guess if you need to have it it's so it's so important it's, it was spoofed you don't get a spoof movie if you're not a good movie to begin with. Mm. Or you're just not an old movie. Not another teen movie spoofed it. Yeah. They spoof they, the name of the high school is actually John Hughes Memorial. Fair enough. Oh, thank you. All right. Quick, we'll, we're going to take a quick second to compose ourselves after that. <sighs> American Pie. Revelation. Oh, yes, American Pie. It just has, like, Jimmy World, like, the very first one. Yeah, Jimmy All the World. American Pie soundtracks are great, but that's more like our, like, generation of music. Jimmy World, Third Eye Blind, uh, Blink-182, mm. Sum 41, mm. all sorts of mm. great bops on American oh, Pie. Oh, bop, 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 to the top. Oh, are we a bop podcast now since... What happened? The baby. The baby. Got yeah. canceled. Got canceled. Shit. No. We're not a Bob podcast anymore. Sorry. So we'll take a quick second and we will be right back with our arguments for the final three. All right. We're back at it. Final three. Joe's going to lead us off. Joe, what are you bringing to the table today? This took a lot of thought, some overthinking, because I wanted to find a movie where the music matched up with not just the storyline, 
foreshadowing emphasis on what's happening within the story. I chose Forrest Gump. Forrest Never Gump. seen it. Never seen it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. I have absolute seen legend movie. I've like, never seen a shrink. To, uh, to, to, to be fair to Lee, never saw it before I met my wife. I watched it. I've seen it twice. Isn't it like a top ten like it is. film? It is. Film. It, it just like doesn't. Nothing appeals to me to make me want to go watch it. We'll just okay. Have to watch it one day. So Goat Radio presents. For, like, oh, we'll we do could, a commentary. Oh, we could do live stream. We, we do, could live stream for us. Could do a movie commentary. Hit the love story with Jenny. Him as a kid when he becomes a professional ping pong player, like a goddamn animal. When he <laughs> like. Every part of that movie is incredible. I don't know what we're talking about. Lieutenant Dan, like, come on. Who's Bubba Lieutenant Gump Dan? Shrimp. What's Bubba Gump Shrimp? Literally a fucking... There's a Bubba Gump Shrimp in Baltimore, dude. We literally passed by it 14 times. It's yeah, from Forrest Gump. I didn't Gump. get what the point of it was. Ah. It's from Forrest Gump. Oh. Okay. I've never seen it. Without... If if you're a normal person and you're listening to this podcast, number one, we really appreciate you listening to this podcast. Number two, when I say these songs, you'll probably realize what part of the movie... There's like 40 different songs. So I'm going to narrow this Isn't down. Is this movie like though. four hours long? No, it's like, it's like just short of three, probably. And it's still long. <clears throat> yeah. Whenever it's... This is one of those movies where whenever it's on TV, like, you have to watch it, unless you're Angela Lee. So I'm not doing every one, every one, okay? I'm doing just... The songs in this movie that are incredible songs in general, but also matched us the scene in the movie. Okay. So, there's Hendrix all along the Watchtower, Bop song. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to try to say Bop and Flame less than three times a piece. Well, you got one. You got Banger, too. Don't worry about that. Oh, good. I'm going to say that Unlimited. I'm never going to stop. Blowing in the Wind, Bob Dylan. Oh, they said Bob Dylan. So, <laughs> Bob, Bob, uh, Bob Dylan. That's going to be my stage name. Uh, you just lost all your bops now. You've, you've used it three times. Just yeah. use that. <laughs> um, this is really funny. Um, I was scrolling through, and I was like, okay, let's make sure we don't miss any songs. California Dreamin'. Yeah. The Mamas and Papas, not like... The original the, version. The original version. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, California... Classic. Like, Tupac was in this movie? California Dreamin' was uh, in the movie I watched last night. Spoiler alerts. We got Springfield for what it's worth. Freebird, Leonard Skinner, and they. So, fun fact: Class of 07 Sanford. This was our class song, unfortunately. So <laughs> let's go. And they cut it off halfway through the guitar Disgusting. solo. Disgusting. Like a bunch of goddamn. We had his name. It's John something. It is. Yeah, he his did name the. Escapes he me. did he the had guitar, his guitar solo. He, No, he had a guitar hero yeah. controller. Oh, uh, you told us this. I did. Many I told times. you the story. Okay. Many, many times. I've heard it six times, actually. Oh, yeah. And I've only known uh, it for six days. Get Your Own Way, Fleetwood Mac. Hound Dog. You're nothing but a hound dog. Never uh, Is that Elvis who sings that? <clears throat> sure is. Um, Love Her Madly, The Doors. Um, on the Road Again, oh, Willie Nelson. Windows. <clears throat> Two More People Are Strange. The, the Doors are on there twice. Um, Rainy Day Women, 12 and 35. Bob Dylan, um, so many Bob great. Dylan. Bob, sorry, I oh, can't cut off. Sorry, Bob Dylan. Bob I Dylan, would never, I would never say the other term ever. Um, Stone Love by the Supremes, um, Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinner, um, Turn 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 by the Birds. That's kind of more like a like a Grateful Dead style band. Um, flame, absolute flame. So, gotcha. 
not just a great soundtrack. There's at least 40 songs. I miss a ton of them. Uh, respect Aretha Franklin. What you want? Oh. Baby, I got it. Hey, have you heard that song? What before? you need? You're hearing so. it right now. I think I've heard that song before. Yeah. So. We have to get you more cultured. What's culture? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, we got Jefferson Airplane, The Doors, Beach Boys. There's so many great artists on top of great songs that all the music matches to different scenes in the movie. And Forrest Gump goes through a lot, a lot of different parts of Forrest's life. Like, yeah. his, like his childhood, Literally all the way to his college states, days. Right? All 50 states, yep. Yeah. All 50 states, looking for Jenny. Um, Jenny got um hit when he goes to war Vietnam when he uh, becomes a ping pong player and he uh, Forrest runs when he's in college he's playing football and he never stops running he just he wins the game and he just keeps fucking running so Forrest Gump legendary movie absolute legendary soundtrack I was impressed to see so many great bands Fleetwood Mac The Doors Jimi Hendrix Elvis Presley. Leonard Skinner, just Bruce Springsteen, just Bob Dylan, so many Bob great. Bob, sorry, I can't say that. That's it uh, for you. Oh, sorry, Bob Seger. Oh, you can't say that. Sorry, Bob Seger. So, um, absolute incredible soundtrack. So many great songs. Only complaint, and I will add a complaint. It's it's a very long soundtrack. It's not like you're gonna sit there like on your way to work and be like, oh, I'm gonna throw on real quick. I'm gonna throw on good for a road cool. trip. Yeah, good for a road trip. Not not Mike Sprague soundtrack. Not nine hours and like twenty minutes worth of bot music. Leahy, uh, you got anything to say about Forrest Gump? Uh, all those sound great. Uh, never seen it, uh, but I do like all those songs. So. Yeah. I it think, sounds like it's a good soundtrack. I think there's a good chance that you'd like the movie if you like the soundtrack. Um, I like music. I think, I think. without... Mate, did we ruin Forrest Gump by saying it's great already for him? Is he one of those, like... Yeah, he I mean, can't he... with La Festa, so... I like La Festa, yeah. Oh, thank you. Took so, him a while, though. Yeah. So, Forrest Gump is a movie... It's like one of those ten movies in life. Excuse me. You just have to see it. There's certain movies in life where you just watch that movie. You watch The Wizard of Oz, right? Oh, I love The Wizard of, of Oz. Of course. Yeah. You're essentially the fucking, um... Scarecrow. Carolyn Lyon. The Tin Man? I'd be the Tin Man, because I have no heart. And you... No, you should be the fucking Lion. I should be the Scarecrow, because I'm fucking retarded. If you only had a brain. If I only had a brain. But then again, like, you're not dumb, so you can't be the Scarecrow. Maybe you can be Toto. Oh, or a Flying Monkey. Because you're loyal. I could just be... Dorothy, right? Yeah. Or you could just be the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh. Or I could be the one that gets good, killed. Good. Yeah, you could be the one of the house. <laughs> Get the Wicked Witch of the West. You use a house as a blanket. Good Witch Glenda. We're off the rails. Good yeah. Good Witch Glenda is the one that, like, you know, grants her the ruby slippers and all this shit. And yeah. Wicked Witch of the West is the one. That does not have Isn't a Isn't that the Wicked Witch of the East, then? No, the Good Witch Glenda is... The, she's Good Witch of the East, but they call her Good Witch Glenda. Well, who's the bad witch? Who's the witch Wicked that died? Wicked Witch of the West. No, who's the one that died? Wicked Witch of the West. No, no, who died at the beginning? At the the one with the house? Yeah. Those the... Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Wow, what a... F- <laughs> um, to be continued, let's move on, and I'll answer mid. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess I'll go next. 1984. It was a great year. The year that Footloose came out. <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the East. Right. That's what he said. That's on me. That's all right. Uh, directed by Herbert Ross. Uh, I think a guy named Kevin Bacon was in it. 
Kevin Bacon. Sounds greatest like guy ever. Greatest ever breakfast name. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Goat breakfast name. <laughs> nope. nope uh, the movie's basically about a, a town that doesn't end up like dancing and it's against the rules and Kevin Bacon's trying to get that law overturned and uh, wow. does it through dance. Loosely based on a true story. I was getting there, you dick. Got you. Loosely based on a true story from Elmore City, Oklahoma. Yep. A uh, budget of $8.2 million. Box office of eighty million. Really surprised to see the Rotten Tomato score fifty one here. Well, I was reading some of the uh, reviews on it, and they were trashing it. Seventy one on the audience score, a little bit better there. Uh, so this originally the soundtrack released on cassette, eight track, vinyl, or CD, and then it was re-released again in nineteen ninety nine on a fifteen year anniversary CD. Cool. Uh, let me just name some of these fantastic songs that are on this uh, great soundtrack. Uh, it starts out with Footloose uh, by Kenny Loggins, possibly one of the greatest songs of all time, possibly one of the greatest songs with oh. the name of the movie title Absolute in it. Flames. I don't think I can think of another song by Kenny Loggins. Mm, don't do this to me. Do I have uh, I can't think of one either. All right, uh, let's hear it for the boys. Let's hear it for the boys. No. Sound, that, that was really good Almost Such Paradise Holding Out for a Hero One of my favorite songs of all time That song fucking pl- Fucking burns Bops Whoa Burns? Burns I'm down with that uh, Dancing in the, sh- the Sheets A little sexual there uh, I'm Free Somebody's Eyes Who's? Somebody's hmm. The Girl Gets Around Yeah she does. Never Mental Health Hurts so good. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Waiting for a girl like you, Joe. Mm. And then dancing in the sheets a second time. They had it twice on there. Not really sure why. A lot of sex. You know, sex, sex plays. What's that? Uh, on this soundtrack, there's music from Kenny Loggins, mm. Bonnie Tyler, mm. Sammy Hagar, mm. uh, Denise Williams, mm. Quiet Riot, mm. Foreigner, mm. and John the Sexy Cougar Mellencamp. His his name's long enough. I added sexy. Uh, this sold nine million copies in the United States. Pretty solid. Uh, Footloose and let uh, let's hear it for the boy. Uh, both were number one on the the Hot 100 list for a period of time. Uh, in '85, uh, they were it had an Academy Award nomination for the soundtrack and a Golden Globe nomination. And Footloose. Six point three million views on YouTube. Oh. Solid for a movie that came out in the eighties. How much? Six point three million. Mm. Pretty solid for an eighties movie. Mm. But uh, overall, great movie, fantastic soundtrack, and the soundtrack here is what makes this movie so good. Without this soundtrack, this movie would not nearly be as good as it is, and it really sets the uh, the the plot for this movie. So you're saying this movie's held up by the soundtrack? I'm saying if it wasn't for the soundtrack, this movie might not even be a real thing anymore. This movie almost made the musical side of it, but we mutually decided that it's a movie with a great soundtrack that plays into the movie so well that it And then they adapted it, it, it later into a musical. Yeah. The, the, but, like, anything can be adapted into a musical on Correct. Broadway. So Any musical can be adapted into a movie. Correct. But Lose in general, like, like just cats. that song. Cats. Cats. Jason Derulo, yeah. Jason Derulo. Yeah, has to sing his name. Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah. So, 
That's who he plays. <laughs> Sounds like a big dick. Whoa! Jeez. This is a PG podcast. Maybe his first name is Richard. Richard Jason Derula. This this sucks. Okay. Footloose. So, Footloose, banger song. Does the song in general. Obviously a lot of great names on the soundtrack. Song's all about music, but it's not a musical. No. Let's go. Um... I personally, I associate this movie with like a movie that my mom would like. So I don't, I don't really have a fond spot in my heart for this movie. I think that very clearly the kind of movie that is propped up by the fact that it has a great soundtrack. I don't think that it's overall that good, as the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes would show. Wow, but, that's fair. Wow, you're not wrong. But there is a movie out there. That is both a good movie and has a good soundtrack. Are we talking recency bias here, as Joe would say? Now, Joe, you said you had Forrest Gump. Was that 1994? I think it was, right? Mm, and you're right, 84. 84. And it's 2014. Look at that. They all ended four. Whoa. Guardians of the Galaxy. Here it comes. Written, oh, gosh. Written and directed by James How much Gunn. time you got? 25 minutes. 94. Um, <clears throat> let me hit you with this. Knowledge here first about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm ready got, for the knowledge. Uh, we got paragraphs. We got bullet knowledge points. spelled with an Jeez. N. James Gunn, the director, correctly assumed that using the iconic and memorable '70s and '80s songs would help ground the film in reality and add a sense of nostalgia, which is important because this is a movie set in space. Makes it, makes sense. Makes it makes it more relatable. He actually compiled a full list of 120 chart-topping hits. Played all the songs for the actors till he got a sense of what he wanted and broke it down to a 12 song track list before they even stepped foot on lot and started filming the movie. Soundtrack was set in place. Interesting play. Yeah. And let me hit you with this soundtrack here. Yep. It's called The Awesome Mix Volume 1, which is based on, in the actual movie, a mixtape that the main character. Star-Lord slash uh, Peter Quill, played by Chris Pratt, his mother made for him before she died from cancer. Okay. Also never seen this movie. Number one, Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede. Great song. Number two, Go All the Way by the Raspberries. Wow. Three, Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. Mm -hmm. Classic. Four, Moon Age Daydream by David Bowie. Mm -hmm. Five, Fooled Around and Fell in Love, Elvin Bishop. Uh, Number six, I'm Not in Love by uh, 10CC. Oh, classic. Um, I Want You Back, the Jackson 5, which is actually James Gunn's favorite song of all time. Good to know. Number eight, Come and Get Your Love by Redbone, which is actually the opener in the movie. Uh, Escape, the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. Ooh, Child by Five Stair Steps. And Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye. Oh, and I'm sorry, I did skip over Cherry Bomb by The Runaways. Got you. Well, um, hell of a soundtrack. The movie itself came out in 2014. It uh, made over $774 million worldwide. It has a 91% raw critic score, 92% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Both critic and audience reviews do mention the revered soundtrack um, in, in multiple of the reviews. This was the first soundtrack album in the history of music to reach number one containing entirely previously released songs and have no original music on it at all. 
It is certified platinum in the U.S., U.K., Canada, Germany, Australia, with over 2.5 million sales worldwide. Uh, it was nominated for a Grammy for Best Compilation Soundtrack Album for a Visual Media. Uh, and they, for a limited time, at places that still sold records, they were selling um, limited edition cassette tapes smart. of the album. That's, that's pretty yeah. smart. Yeah. Just because it was designed as a mixtape. Your movie, Footloose, and Kevin Bacon are referenced multiple times because the character, Star-Lord, slash Peter Quill, is actually abducted <clears throat> by aliens yeah. in the 80s, and all his pop culture reference is to stuff from the 70s and 80s. Perfect. Because he's a nine-year-old kid when he gets abducted. So, um... He he thinks Kevin Bacon is the greatest actor in the world. Seems like oh. he's got some great great yeah. thoughts. Right. right. Yeah. So th- this was made like two days ago. Yeah. And he thinks Footloose is the greatest movie of all time. See? Which is referenced we all, we all multiple agree. times in this movie and also referenced again in Infinity Wars when he first meets Peter Parker and he asks, Is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? And Peter Parker says, It never was. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> So what the hell's wrong with you? Guys? I don't necessarily think it's recency bias. I think this is a good example of one of those movies that they they planned to have the music play a big role. Makes uh, sense. Almost to the same level that you would with a musical, but it's not a musical in the general sense. And uh, I think this is the greatest of all time movie soundtrack. I don't think that it's it's been topped since this one came out, and I think it's done a better job of incorporating music than any movie that came before. Was this movie meant to have a soundtrack that flowed like automatically? They they let's just say they wrote the script and they wrote they have songs that instantly match the script on purpose. Well, like I, I was saying at the beginning, the script was written, movie was given the green light, actors were found, and then. The soundtrack was created before they even stepped foot on the uh, the lot to record, and the soundtrack was given to the actors to listen to so that they can have an understanding and a reference point as to how they're supposed to act and relay the information on for that scene. Mm. So, okay, it, it was very well immersed throughout the whole creation process. Right, that's fine. It's just a different take of yeah. It's definitely not, like, against our rules or anything like that. It's an awesome soundtrack, and it obviously matches the movie perfectly, but understandably so it matches because they, they, they purposely... Tra- yeah, exactly. Did it on purpose, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, As love, opposed to making a movie and cutting the songs into it after the fact, which is how most movies are, are done. They shoot the movie, principal photography, and then somebody comes in. By the way, how, what, how great of a job would that be? To Look. be the person that decides the music that plays in a movie. You're like cool. that dude from Pitch Perfect. Yeah. You are Pitch Perfect. One. That's what he wants to do, right? What's his name? Adam Devine. And his name in the movie? I don't know. Steve? Yeah. Nope. Not even close. Uh, so okay. uh, he literally, that's what he wants to do in Pitch Perfect. He wants to, like, he meets Anna Kendrick and he wants to, like, score a movie. So, like, he... Well, he wants to her. score movies, but I, I would right. want to score I would want to be the soundtrack guy. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Because he brings up, like, Rocky and the, the Breakfast Club and Jaws, maybe? Not Jaws. Jaws has a good score. Yeah. yeah not a good soundtrack. So, score and soundtrack, totally different yeah. things, so. Score is just the composition. Right. Of music and instrumentals. All right, that's all. Hold on, I got a question. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, is there a second movie of Guardians of the Galaxy that's come out yet? Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. No. Oh. 
So when did that come out? Do you have an idea? 2017. Did you did it have a good soundtrack or was it just like yeah, it just a little subpar. Not quite as good as the first. Okay, one. I'm just curious because I've never seen either movie and I didn't know if there was a big difference between the soundtracks. No, actually, both of them have great music. And when they're introduced, um, I was actually going to bring this up later. Uh, one of the questions I'm going to ask online this week is, "What's your individual favorite song that is featured in a movie?" Mm-hmm. Um, when they are introduced in Infinity War, it is one of my favorite scenes in movies of all time. Yeah, and they are listening to one of his. So he actually gets a from from Earth a Zune, okay, a microphone soft Zune that's filled with thousands of songs. Oh, that's cool. So after the second movie, he now has more than just the original. Oh, awesome open up that uh, yeah. that library for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's actually given volume two the playlist cassette from his mom as a gift at the end of the first movie. Oh, I see. So, um, and that's the songs that they play in the second movie. But anyways, so he has a Zune. They're listening to Rubber Band Man by yeah. the Spinners. And uh, that, they're actually lip-syncing it, driving their spaceship through space. The music kicks in, and it, they're just all like, one of them's sleeping, a bunch of them are singing, one of them's like, this, dude, fuck this song, I'm, I'm done. That's <laughs> awesome. So it, it's a good time. But, um, but yeah, good Good music um, on all these movies. I think it's going to be up to the fans to decide. I think that they're going to have to... Uh, it's a tough call. Yeah. I don't envy their decision-making. Leahy's over here petting his pussy. I get... Dude. She's, a, she's an elderly woman. How far did the cat get down here? Uh, I think they let her down. Yeah. She's cute. Did you hear that background noise? It's the cat yeah. purring into the yeah. microphone. That's actually Andrew purring. Then the cat just happens to be there. Yeah, it's a weird time. Yeah. Hi, Macy. Um, do you guys have any final arguments, final words for your uh, movie? I think that um, Forrest Gump, the um, kind of star-studded cast of musicians on the soundtrack itself mixed with Maybe not to the extreme that Guardians of the Galaxy went to, where like the music m- mixes very well with the storyline. But they did a great job. Actually, referenced in the movie too is yeah. the thing. Like it's yeah. like in most movies, a soundtrack's just in the background. Whereas in this movie, in, in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the first opening scene when he's he's uh, doing um, Redbone, come and get your love. He's actually listening to a Walkman. As he's walking through this planet trying to find the Power Stone and uh, dancing and spinning around and lip syncing and even using like this little lizard creature as like a fake microphone <laughs> singing the song that's playing in the soundtrack. Yeah. So, like you said, it just it's just a different um, use and interpretation. One of them, the, the cast was told like this is the music. One of them was the the story happened. They probably had a team of people going out being like. Find great talent, great yeah. songs that match this, and, then, and that maybe the actors never knew. And then Leahy's is a little different too, where they have yeah. the kind of a similar use of both things, and then they have somebody go, "We need a move. We need a song for this movie called Footloose." Somebody go write that. Hey, Kenny Loggins, what are you doing? Writing a song called Footloose. <laughs> um, just a quick honorable mention that I totally spaced, but I know when I think of like this movie, I always love the soundtrack. It's kind of random. Remember the Titans? I think is a great soundtrack. Yeah, it does. And I only thought about it because Spirit in the Skies in that movie as well. Thanks for bringing back a very old school Joe Goat win in greatest of all time sports movies. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah, you deserve that. Oh yeah, this was great. So you get man, right? Just toss her. Oh, she's close. Yeah, give her a toss. Thank you. 
Thank you. Awesome. It was uh, great fun. Bye, man. Slay, any last words on Footloose? Um, it's just a great movie, man. It's just a great movie with a great soundtrack. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good movie with a great soundtrack. Does that sound a little bit better? That sounds better. Uh, I think it's going to get a lot of votes for the nostalgia just alone. It's the most nostalgic of all these movies, I think. And, uh, it is. It's the oldest. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens with my horse it does in that have, race. It does have the lowest Rotten Tomato score, though. That's all right. That's okay. It, the Rotten Tomato score is not doing the soundtrack alone. <laughs> that is true. Um, I'd like to just say I think that Marvel Studios did a fantastic job putting together Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of their lesser-known superhero properties. Yeah, you know, I've heard nothing but good things about Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. It's a, an eclectic it's a mix movie. of people and absolutely fun movies. They made a freaking plant cool, so Groot, voiced by Vin Diesel. Mm. Is it really? He went, he went in a sound booth and said, "I am Groot" a thousand times. And that's all he did. That's so weird. Yeah, different inflections and stuff like that, and that's what they used for the movie. That's cool. Yeah, Joe, you you got any any uh, digs, any feedback for me or for Leahy? Mm. I have no nothing wrong with either one of them. Footloose, I almost took my Footloose myself just based off because you had taken Guardians first. Footloose, the song Footloose in general is just flames. So the rest of the soundtrack can be there's there's your flames maxed out on flames. No, I'm not. Yep, you said it three times already. Bullshit. That's not a word that we're using in this. Anyways, you can use that as much as you want. Anyways, so Footloose itself is great. The rest of the soundtrack is really, really good. It obviously plays to that specific movie and everything like that. Guardians of the Galaxy, we've already talked about it. It, it, it purposely plays to the movie, so kind of hard to beat that. I'm curious to see what our listeners think. Our loyal listeners. Our loyal listeners. All right. We'll let everybody vote. Again, Joe had Forrest Gump. I had Guardians of the Galaxy. Andrew had Footloose. All three, uh, all three good movies. At the very least, all three are good and uh, watchable. Uh, two of them are superior and great movies. But Yeah, Forrest Gump's all right. <laughs> Never seen it. Top 10. If you want to vote on this, you need to join the fan group or follow us on Twitter. Uh, the fan group is facebook.com slash group slash goat radio. And the Twitter account is at goat underscore radio. Make your voice heard. You can also comment on the rankings that we do and any other fun questions we ask. I brought it up earlier. I do plan to ask... What's your favorite individual song that is featured in a movie? Um, next week, we're going to be talking about the greatest of all time, Pop-Tart flavors. Mm, Pop-Tarts. For those of you who don't know... What a banger for 50th episode. Woo! That is our 50th episode. And any day now, Joe and I are expecting our wives to pop. So that, Maybe at the same time. That is exactly why we're doing this, because I'm guessing... Joe's wife had a Pop-Tart craving this morning and suggested that we do it as a topic. And here we are now. Facts. About to record an episode about Pop-Tart flavors. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to Eric Ballinger for the outro. You can catch him on Spotify and iTunes along with Spose and Goat Radio. Please support us in the Age of Radio podcast syndicate by visiting ageofradio.org slash goat radio. Thank you everyone for listening and long live the goat. Let's go. Let's go. Go.